A brief report on Thomas Kale, lunatic. Three conversations at the Priory on the island of Cyprus. N.B. This appraisal took place after Mother Superior Albright's stroke. The notes she filed have been mislaid along with Kale's admission details. This report needs to be read in the light of this absence, and so I will not be held liable for any of my conclusions. Physical Characteristics Medium stature, unusually pale. Middle finger of his left hand missing. Depression fracture to the right side of his skull. Severe keloid scar tissue in wound in left shoulder. Patient says he experiences intermittent pain from all injuries. Symptoms. Severe retching, usually in mid-afternoon. Exhaustion. Suffers insomnia and bad dreams when able to sleep. Loss of weight. History. Thomas Kale suffers no hysterical delusions or uncontrolled behaviour beyond that of his sour nature. His mid-afternoon retching leaves him speechless with exhaustion, after which he sleeps. By late evening he is able to talk, although he is the most sarcastic and wounding of persons. He claims to have been bought for sixpence, from parents he does not remember, by a priest of the Order of the Hanged Redeemer. Thomas Kale is droll, not his least irritating affectation, and always tries either to make his interlocutor unsure as to whether he is mocking them, or, by unpleasant contrast, to make it abundantly clear that he is. He tells the story of his upbringing in the sanctuary, as if daring me to disbelieve the daily cruelties he endured. Recovering from an injury which caused the dent in his head, he claims, again it is not possible to tell with what degree of seriousness, that his already great prowess, he seems boastful in hindsight, but not at the time, was greatly increased as a result of the injury, and that since this recovery he is always able to anticipate in advance any opponent's movements. This sounds unlikely. I declined his offer of a demonstration. The rest of his story is as improbable as the most far-fetched children's story of daring do and swashbuckling. He is the worst liar I have ever come across. His story, briefly. His life of deprivation and military training at the sanctuary came to a dramatic end one night after he accidentally came upon a high-ranking redeemer in the middle of performing a live dissection upon two young girls, some kind of holy experiment to discover a means to neuter the power of women over mankind. Killing that redeemer in the ensuing struggle, he escaped from the sanctuary with the surviving young woman and two of his friends, with more redeemers in vengeful pursuit. Evading their pursuers, the quartet ended up in Memphis, where, plausibly, Thomas Kale made many enemies and, rather less plausibly, a number of powerful allies, including the notorious Idris Pook and his half-brother, Chancellor Vipond, as he then was. Despite these advantages, his violent nature asserted itself in a brutal but unusually non-fatal altercation with, so he says, half a dozen of the youths of Memphis in which, of course, he emerged triumphant but bound for prison. Nevertheless, Lord Vipond again mysteriously intervened on his behalf, 
and he was sent into the countryside with Idris Pook. The peace of the Matarazzi hunting lodge where they were staying was interrupted shortly after he arrived by a woman who attempted to assassinate him for reasons he was unable to clarify. His murder was prevented not by his own wonderful abilities, he was swimming naked at the time of the attack, but by a mysterious, unseen, and insolent stranger, who killed his would-be assassin by means of an arrow in the back. His saviour then vanished without explanation or trace.' 